Your inspiration can come from many places, from a book, a mentor, your family, a celebrity, author, anyone. You can find inspiration in anyone, in any place. But tonight I want to talk to none other than Mr. Jackson Drumgle II about who or where or what he gets his inspiration from and who inspires him to his greatness. So welcome, Jackson Drumgle, to another Bar Talks. Thank you so much, Queen. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. So um, I just wanted to kind of tap into people like yourself and talk about inspiration, uh, greatness and inspiration. Um, I know that you have traveled the world. You've done so many things. You've written books and motivated and inspired people. Um, from all walks of life for many, many years. And I think you and I met in a space of you inspiring me. Uh, and we have been connected ever since. And so I want to know where that com comes from. For you, who inspires you to your greatness? Um, who, who is that person? Wow, well, I tell you, um, as usual, you're very always very timely. And uh, <laughs> I say that because I'm here, I'm, as we record this, I'm in Seoul, I'm in, I'm in close to, I'm in Seoul, Korea. I'm in Korea, Piantech actually, Piantech, Korea, and have been here for the past year. And so uh, this year gave me an opportunity to really dig deep and to find out the answer to that question, because here's, here's the deal. I wanted to find out what the things that I was trying to do in life, was it coming from a pure, authentic place? Or was it coming from a place of pain or a place of hurt? And I say that, let me, let me elaborate a little bit. Um, I was always chasing. I'm never, I'm never the guy that's sitting down. I'm never the guy that's that's uh, that's resting. You know, I have probably seven televisions in my home, and I never watch any of them. You know, <laughs> um, I'm the guy with with multiple places to sit in my house, and I never sit at that. And I notice people in my house, my family, um, always trying to get me, hey, hey, dad, take a rest. You know, hey, hey, sweetie, take a break. And I never do. And I wanted to make sure that that was coming from a pure place. And so this time over here in Korea really gave me an opportunity to do that. Um, I've had multiple amazing men and women have come into my life, inspired me. I mean, I can name several of them from Stuart Goldblatt to Dwayne Deskins to, um, to my father, to all the men in my neighborhood. Um, but when I dug deeper, and again, this just, and I tell you, I just got the answer to this question. Wow. If you, that's my point. A few weeks. So, at, and, I, and, I, and I'll, I'll go there with you. Uh, it, I was about 16 years old. I was about 16 years old and um, going into a senior in high school. I was seeking a mentorship. I was seeking a mentor. I was seeking someone who could speak into my life and to help me. Didn't know what I was looking for because, you know, you just don't know what you're looking for until you find it. Yeah. And my my brother's, excuse me, my, my uh, best friend's big brother just came home from Georgia Tech and he had a degree in mechanical engineering. And I had never met anybody that went to Georgia Tech with a degree in engineering. And my God, I could barely do algebra myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so this guy, he was my big, he was my best friend's big brother. And so if he, you know, my, big, my, my best friend loved him, so I loved him. That was my man, you know? We went to the gym with him, we worked out with him. Um, he had a, a, a zeal for God and his, his zeal for God and the fact that he believed that God wanted a relationship with humans resonated with me mm -hmm. as a 16, 17 year old. 
and and at Super Bowl Sunday, uh, 1987, in the Augusta Mall parking lot, we prayed that prayer of salvation, and I received Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. So I'm high, I'm a senior in high school, and my life completely changed. But what I what 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 happened next kind of jacked me up. Um, his desire to use God to crush people that didn't agree with him, uh, you know, just just really turned me. Right. And and as a again as a as a 32 33 year old uh, mechanical engineer, he's always called me lazy minded, stupid, and ignorant and dumb. And 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 again, everything to a child is normal. Yeah. And so there was never a, there was never any physical abuse. It was a mental molestation that took place. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mental molestation that took place. And I tell you, you'll never get married. You'll never, no white, no woman's gonna ever want a lazy minded individual. You'll never have kids. You'll never do this. You'll never do that. And again, you start believing that. Yes. So I, though I, I stumbled off of that relationship and I went into a first, my first marriage, it ended in divorce. My businesses, I lost my businesses. Everything just kind of was, 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 uh, was filtered through that thought process of failure mm-hmm. and so everything everything was everything just kind of funneled down towards failure hence I came to, at 29 years old or 26 27 years old I was about 28 years old divorced lost my businesses um almost lost my son and I almost lost my mind I almost lost my life it took me to some very very dark places I mean I ended up in, ended up in jail at one point you know very very dark places and and so since that point, like I had shared with you uh, offline, was literally laying on the floor and saying, God, what was it I was really supposed to do? What was that all about? Mm-hmm. And and so what really inspired me, though it wasn't it wasn't the, it wasn't the the amazing relationships after that. Mm-hmm. It was the it was the it was the incredible relationship before that, because what I'm really grateful for is that. Um, hell has the potential to catapult you into your heaven wow hell has the potential to catapult you into your heaven if you position yourself and posture yourself in the right way and what i've had to do queenie what i've had to do uh and i still do it today i consult with wise counsel yes i sit down with counselors people who are friends to my destiny Mm -hmm. people who people who want nothing from me but want everything in the world for me and I have them to take a look at what I'm going through and say, can you give me a different perspective? Because we can only see from where we sit. And so I have to, I have to literally give my problem to somebody else and say, hey, this is what I'm going through right now. Take a look at this and see, am I, am I seeing it the right way? Mm-hmm. And most, of, most, most often than not, they'll tell me, no, Jack, I see what you, I see what you think here, but it's, it's actually this. See, with this guy, I'm not going to give his name because I, you know, I want to I wanna, I understand. I want to expose him. <laughs> um, uh, but... Um, with, with that guy when I didn't realize this until recently was he was a broken individual yeah he was a fatherless he was a fatherless man and and hence I was you know you see my my, my, my desire to help fathers live fully engaged and fully alive yeah. but I'm really not I'm really not a fatherhood advocate I'm a child advocate yes yes I'm, I'm, I'm a teenage I'm a teenage advocate I don't want any other young man or young woman to go through what I went through because they're looking for admiration, they're looking for affection, they're looking for attention, they're looking for acceptance. I don't want that. I want I want to be able to offer pure, godly, loving counsel and help and be a friend to their destiny from the time they come out of the womb to the time they leave this earth. I want them to find, follow, and finish their God-given purpose. I want them to discover, to develop, and then help them to deploy their gifts into the world. 
that's my heart's desire for young people because I don't want anybody to go through that 10, 20 years of confusion that I went through. Yeah. It was it was hell, but it had an opportunity to inspire me yes. to, to dig deeper. And here's, here's one thing about it. I'll say this, and I know I'm talking too much here. No, you're fine. You're, you're leaving it. You're dropping it. No, no. I, t- I tell you, um, when I, as I as I start as I start, un, you know, unraveling this thing, unpeeling mm-hmm. this onion back, like I said, this whole year, especially this COVID piece of, 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 of quarantine and silence. Yeah. Opportunity to look at something. Um, we, we we can do two things. When when people tell us when people tell us, say, you're a piece of trash, you're garbage, you know, you you're raped, you're molested, or whatever happens early on in your life, which you really can't control, mm-hmm. you can you can you can take that and lay in it. Or you can save yourself from it. Mm-hmm. And and I know and again, you and I have talked before. I've always looked at, like for instance, I've always looked at people in the military, me myself, I've been in for 20, going on 27 years, um, that I was I was running from something. You know, I've always seen it. I was running from something. I came into the military because I was running from something. And my counselor helped me turn that around. She said, no, yeah. you, were, you were saving yourself. You realized that the place that you were, you didn't want to be there. Right. And, and you were rescuing yourself. Right. So I need you to see yourself as not a victim, but a victor. I need you to see yourself as somebody who can constantly save themselves. So if you don't like your situation, you really have the potential. And I hate to be that positive thinking guy. You can change. No, <laughs> I'm, not that, I'm, not, I'm not that dude. I'm not that dude. I'm, go, I'm going to always advise people to, have to surround yourself with people who love you, people who want more for you than they want from you. You can identify that easily um, by how much, by how, by how full you feel when you're around them. Yes. You know? yes. When, the phone, when the phone rings and you see their name come up, do you, what, what, what internal feeling do you get? You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. drive up to the parking lot and you see their car in the parking lot. Do you feel excited to be there, or do you like God dog man? I'm ready to go back home. You 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 have an internal clock or internal uh, signal that can tell you that. But you can either allow you can lay in that thing, or you can allow it to catapult you to where you need to be in life. And that's honestly what I what I've done now. Um, since then, I know I wrote a letter to this guy. I didn't send it to him, but I wrote a letter to him. And in the letter, I laid out everything that I've accomplished since that time. Since that time. Of course, I've gotten married to a woman that I believe, I believe loves and adores me, right? She's very patient with me. Um, very, very patient with me. My wife, is, she's, she's, a, she's, she's, a, she's something else. She, she counsels me. She lays on the pillow and she talks to me. She knows my pain. She hears my heart. And, um, and, she, and she wants me to rest. She gives me a soft place to land. Yeah. Uh, I have five children who absolutely adore me. Um, five biological children that absolutely adore me. And then 500 by choice children, other you know, other other young women and young men that I've mentored that absolutely think that I have something, that believe that I have something to give them. And they and they and they pull on me. Right. I love I love sharing with them. Um I, I've I've gone from a construction worker, I was a construction worker, mm. to a field grade officer in a very, very exclusive field of only 200 people in the entire army. Right. I mean, I, I wanted. I, I, I barely had a degree. I barely finished high school, first of all, and now I am pursuing a. I'm one year away from completing a doctorate degree from the University of Southern California, a school that I didn't even think would even allow me to walk on their campus to cut their grass. And I'm, I'm, and I'm finishing up my dissertation for the purpose of helping other young black and brown boys and girls to accomplish their purpose in life. That's my whole purpose of study. 
to help other black and brown boys and girls on this planet to find, follow, and finish their God-given purpose. Never had I never thought I'd do that, but guess what? Because this individual, here's, here's what I thought. I thought because this individual told me I couldn't, that I did. Oh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. There was a king inside of me the whole time that was screaming against this guy, and I had to dig down and find him. Mm-hmm. and then sync up with him. Nice. And when I started syncing up with this guy inside of me, then I started syncing up with that guy inside of me and said, hold on, my reality is not matching who you say I am. Who you say I am again? Okay, let me write this down. Let me get a good picture of that. And that's all I want to see for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And so what inspired me, it was that guy who yeah. inspired me. Yeah. Who inspired me. Yeah. And but at the same time, I'm telling you, it's very, very, it's, it's crucial. It is vital to get quiet, to get clear before you get going. Mm-hmm. It is very, it's, it's, it's so crucial. And this opportunity that we're in right now, if, if for your listeners in the future, we're, we're, de- we're dealing with COVID-19 and the whole world is shut down. The whole world is stopped. Please, please, please take this time to get quiet. Get clear of what God has told you. What picture, what picture of kingship or queenship did he put inside you? And then you pursue that individual with all of your heart and all of your might. And until, until the two are congruent, until you look in the mirror and see that individual that you saw, mm-hmm. and you see the individual that you saw, don't let up. And if you leave this earth during that time period, at least you'll leave pursuing and you'll leave expectantly. Mm-hmm. At least you'll walk away, like I, like I always say, you'll live full and you'll leave empty. At least you'll walk away full, knowing that you are walking in pursuit of your purpose. Wow. So that, that's what inspired me, sis. <laughs> you know, you, I, I, we could end the conversation on it, right? Because you, I mean, you gave the listeners and myself so much to chew on. Oh, so God. much to chew on. Um, I love that imagery like picturing that that self that self that you know is there and shooting and aiming for that self to manifest right um and then also it is it's a revelation time right now it is time has began it it was standing still for a while it's kind of starting to turn the corner a little bit for some of us um like you said in the future for those that's listening you know you know in what state are we recording this right now yeah exactly you know, it's a state of being um, in the middle of a, a very real pandemic. Um, and we're all trying to survive and trying to get through it. Um, but it's given us a chance to kind of reflect and Absolutely. to look back. And, and I think you said earlier, to reset. We yes. needed that to retool because we have been burning and burning and burning and burning and burning. But, um, and a lot of it is to tap into that thing that's inside of us that's been there. Maybe it was dormant for some, um, or maybe, you know, we've just been outrunning it because our lives have just been spinning and we've just been kind of on autopilot. But exactly. we have a chance now to kind of tap into those things, you know, so. No, totally agree. Yeah, you you just gave me so much to think about. And I'm so glad we're recording this because I can always come back to it. <laughs> amen, amen, that's awesome, that's awesome. <laughs> So with that being said, I mean, you know, understanding how this person's actions um, inspired you to the greatness that many of us see in those 500 other children, um, and I I just call them children, I know they're various ages, but those people, they gravitate to from you. It is that greatness. And as I said to you earlier, 
this greatness that I speak of, some people shy away from when I use it. They use that term. It's such a strong, it's such a big word when you start saying, I'm great, but, but, yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> but as I shared with you earlier, um, I think my grandmother was great. Mm. I think my godmother was great. Mm-hmm. I saw some great strength within those women. Um, yeah. They left me with so many great nuggets that I'm still chewing on right now. Yeah. yeah. They had greatness in them. And I don't think they even knew it. But I see it as greatness. And um, now that I'm older, <laughs> I have young folks calling me saying, hey, Miss Queenie, can I interview you for this? Because I think you oh. probably can offer. And I'm thinking, what? I'm, I'm still trying to get through this thing, trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out myself. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. But again, they, those people, see something in me, and they need to, and they need to attach themselves to it. And exactly. I see something in you that I oh. need to attach myself to. So that, that's the greatness that we're talking about. I say the quickest way to grow in capacity is to pour yourself out to others. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm honored, always been honest. You were, <laughs> you inspired me as well. I remember when we first met, that was like seven years ago. It was, it was yeah. And, and that was my last day there in Virginia that time. I flew out and I was like, God, she is somebody to be connected with for the rest yeah, of my life. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying the same thing. I was saying the exact same thing. Like, I've got to, fi- I've got to figure it out. I got to find a, a way to stay connected to him. I think you were out on the West Coast with your family. Yeah. And I was just like, we got to find a way. And we did. I mean, we as did. luck would have it. Um, yeah. Here it is. We've, we've we have remained connected the entire yeah. time. Um, I've watched you grow and develop and do some amazing things with a lot of amazing people. Um, your footsteps are huge. Your prints are big, and I see what you're doing. And wow. I know that um, I know that you have just really rocked the world of a lot of people. And your children wow. are blessed to have you. That that straight up connection you know <laughs> they don't have to get an appointment they <laughs> they can just be like dad so i hope that they see i hope they really realize just how awesome their dad truly is they, they know how much i love them how much i want for them and uh i try, I try my uh, that was that was one of the things i try my best not to be critical of them yes and, and, and to be critical that's it and, and to make sure i asked my wife the same thing i said i know i'm critical towards me I know that. I said, do, do you see me doing that towards my kids? And she said, no, I, I don't see that at all. She said, you're very supportive, you're very, uh, very encouraging to them. I want to make sure I do that because again, I don't want to crush them like, yeah. like I was crushed. Mm-hmm. And so I probably, I'm, I'm probably on the other side of the of the ditch where I'm, I'm, kind, of, <laughs> I'm kind of too lenient, you know. Yeah, but that's <laughs> okay. That's okay because okay. you pour into them all the time, and that's the that's is that you pour into them and then you are there still supporting them even while traveling the world you're still supporting them and and i do you know your wife is awesome with them i see her from afar doing her thing i think she's vegan now and you know yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so i see her you know she's leading the way and um so you know women like her you know they're there's something for others to look at and be like, yeah, that's that's how we want to do this. So um, I commend her holding it down while you're out here doing this thing that you're doing. Oh, she does a great job. With yeah. She got that way. cape on. I see her. She is like the superwoman. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so it, it's, it's beautiful to have that um, to have that support. That's another. And I hear you when you give her credit and say she gives you a place softly to lay um, because yeah. 
you you know you you need that and um yeah. that's yeah. and i'm sure that it feeds her as well to have you there to to offer that to um so my my next question you kind of alluded to it uh but is um you know what's the most rewarding thing you've learned um as it relates to inspiration uh, whether it's from this particular uh place in your life or from something else but what is that most rewarding thing i know probably a lot but give us something give us something that inspiration can come from any, anywhere. And like I say, um, I've always, you always hear beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? But wisdom is in the heart of the hearer. Wisdom is in the heart of the hearer. If you're an individual seeking wisdom, if you're an individual that's seeking guidance, if you're an individual that's seeking purpose, your ears are constantly listening and your eyes are constantly looking and watching for where is my purpose coming from? Where's it coming from? And so that's, I did not expect mine to come from a, a hurtful place. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to come from there. I didn't, I, I wasn't looking at that at all. But like I said, over the past few weeks, as I'm sitting down talking to, uh, you know, talking to my counselor and saying, hey, this is what's going on. And she said, let's dig a little deep. Cause she's all, everybody's all, everyone always thinks it was your parents, or they always think it was this particular thing and that yeah. particular thing. But I, I need you to, I need you to, look at some places that um, that you would normally you would normally look yeah but wisdom is in the heart of the year I want you to I want you to keep your eyes and ears open for where your inspiration comes from uh, like I say again for me it was it was there it was a very hurtful place and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't building my future on a place of pain nice. because from that place I would only give more pain and I don't want to come back there often yeah so so when, I, when I'm going to need another launch pad, I don't want to come back to that place of pain. I want that place to be purified. Right. Nice. So I want that place to be purified. So when I come there and tap into it again, it means something completely different now. So for me now, though that individual called me stupid and ignorant and lazy minded, there's three, there's, there's, you know, I'm an acronym, you know, I like these letters. Right? Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing called PET, Perception, Evidence, and Timing perception, evidence, evidence, and timing. Um, P-E-T, pet. And we all have our pets. So our perception, my perception was that I was stupid, ignorant, and lazy-minded. That was my perception. And so I, I walked into that, I walked in that perception. But I've proven, I've given evidence now that I'm not stupid, nor am I lazy, okay? And I'm not dumb. I've, I've given evidence of that. How many times have I done that? I've mentioned before, I've owned multiple businesses. I've hired several families and taking care of them. I've gone from a construction worker to a field grade officer in the United States Army. I went from having no degrees from some some booty schools, terrible schools, <laughs> to to pursuing a PhD, I mean, a doctorate degree from the University of Southern California where movie stars are paying $500,000 to get their kids in. And I'm there, yeah. walking around campus there. And so I brag about none of that stuff. Not, that means absolutely nothing to me. What means what means something to me, Queen, is that I have more evidence. I've created more evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I may have been in jail, but that's not my that's not my truth. Yeah, I may have been homeless, but that's not my truth. Yeah, I may have been broke, busted, and disgusted. I may have been divorced. I may have been whatever, but that's not who I am. The evidence shows. The evidence shows mm-hmm. that I'm an upstanding young man who wants to give back love and life to everyone around me. 
that I want to help other people live fully engaged and fully alive. That's my evidence. So I've rewritten my obituary. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I've, I've <laughs> if you if I were to leave today, you got to rewrite that mug. You got to yes. put something else. Yep. You got you to gotta scratch out them lines. You got to scratch out them lines. Now, if you caught me in my 20s, <clears throat> if you caught me in my 20s, you would have said, okay, bam, this is a snapshot of his life. Mm-hmm. I have no clue what his potential will be. I have no clue what his potential will be. But if I, but now that, now, that, now that I've lived, here's, that's, that's the one thing I want to say. Keep living, man. Keep, keep living. Keep living. Keep living. Sis, sis, I know we're recording this, and I know I got a top secret clearance in the United States government. I got it, but I have been suicidal. I've been there before. Yeah, yeah. One, I want to give my life away. I mm-hmm. want to go. And I've had people come into my life and say, man, dude, just keep living. Keep walking. Keep living. You, you haven't seen it all yet. You're only 23. You're only 19. You're mm-hmm. only 29. Mm-hmm. You're only 45. Whatever the case may be, keep living. Mm-hmm. Keep living. Yeah. And so I want to encourage the listeners. Like I said, I don't know where they are in this space. I don't know where they are in time. But keep living. If you have a person inside of you, a, a king or queen inside of you yelling to get out, I want you to let them out. Out. Consult, consult them more than you consult everybody else. Consult that king or queen inside of you more than you consult anybody from the outside. Wow. Get quiet, get clear before you get moving. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't say nothing else. <laughs> I tell you, I'm, I could eat from this all day. Again, I, I this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do these recordings um, and leave these behind so that people can eat from this. Um, and I share with you earlier, you know. Um, I want people to be able to come back to this at any time in space. And if I'm dead and gone, I want my kids to be able to use my password to release these. You see what I'm saying? I've thought about yeah. that. Like, I want them to be able to open up this time capsule sometime in the future and hear these words that we're sharing in a time such as this. Um, because they're they're going to need it too, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and they've lived with mom forever. But to hear other people will maybe then change their life. You know, because sometimes it's a little different. <laughs> Trying to pour into the kids, it's right there. They're like, oh my God, we already know. We didn't hurt him. But then when you hear it from someone else, it's like, yeah. it, it may just hit different. I just want these messages to change and impact like you and I were changed and impacted by yeah. the thing that inspired us. You know? um, so you've already kind of given it. Um, but is there anything else, you know, is there anything else you want to add? We're going to be closing this out. Um, you know, I just, you know, is there anything else? And and um, and what are you up to now? I mean, I know, you know, you had healed people, heal people. That's been your, uh, one of your hashtags and one of your monikers and one of your, uh, like, brands. And, you know, yeah. um, and I know you're writing books and, um, yeah. What else do you like? I know there's so much more. I don't mean to drain you tonight, but um, what do you have? I know what do you have going on? Um, anything? Any more words? Couple Oh, always. Let me say this. Just like, just like Michelangelo on the rock. You know, and he's chipping away, trying to get to this masterpiece that he sees. You know, he sees it in his head. If you walk past him, knocking out this rock, you're like, man, what is that cat doing? Right. Right. What is he doing? <laughs> he saw it. Yes. And so, and so, I want people to keep digging, keep yeah. chipping away. Again, I can't, I cannot stress it enough. There's a king and a queen inside of each and every one of us. There's God's purpose and His seed of purpose on the inside of every one of us. 
keep consulting with that thing, keep visualizing that thing and keep chipping away at it. Keep chipping away, keep digging, keep digging. Um, a couple of things that I am working on right now. Um, of course, I had the, you know, the podcast, the Fully Engaged, Fully Live podcast. I hadn't put anything out here you know, in the past, past few months just because I've been digging. Yeah. I've been, I've been digging myself. I wanted Recently. to make sure. I've been digging. I've been digging. Yeah. Um, I'm finishing up the They Call Me Daddy 2 mm-hmm. book. It's a book for stepfathers, godfathers, grandfathers, adopted fathers. I want to give those brothers um, uh, an opportunity, a platform to tell their story. Because again, it, you, you don't have to take, an, take on another man's child, but when a, when a man decides, you know what, I'm not going to let that child wander around this earth without some covering and some protection and some and, 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 uh, and some provision. That, that, that needs to be saluted. That needs to be honored. And so uh, I finished editing it a couple of nights ago and it's, it's with the formatters and they're going to do their thing to the illustrators. They're going to do their thing to it. Hopefully we'll release it by, by uh, Father's Day. I like to have it by Father's Day. Also turning, turning my, turning, uh, turning my clothing business over to my children. Nice. You know, Look at that. I want, wonderful. That's legacy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bottom line, I want to teach, especially this time period, I want to teach my children entrepreneurship. Yeah. More important, I want to teach my children entrepreneurship. I want them to be able to uh, see what it feels like to produce something, produce content that, that feeds people and add value, adds value to people's life. And as you add value, that's the whole point. As you add value to people's life, then they'll add value to yours. Value it's, the advent. It's, it's, exactly. It is not a. It is not a. Uh, it's it's a, it's a it's a quid pro quo. I, I have Absolutely. to add value to my, to my community. I can't just constantly take from my community. People can't do that. You can't just take yeah. from your community. You have to give. So I want to teach them that cycle. The whole purpose is not really to make. Uh, of course, you want to be profitable, but you're not thinking about. I'm not thinking about mm-hmm. making money. I want to think about making leaders. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about raising entrepreneurs. So whether they stick with this particular business or any other business, um, I want them to know what it's like to create something from nothing and add value to people's lives. Okay, well, listen, I love it. I love it. I can't wait to see what they're going to start producing and produce more of. I can't wait to see that. Oh, five, arrows, five arrows apparel. That's what's oh, going on. look at that. Yeah. So in that, so with that being said, can you um, tell the listeners how to follow you um, on social media right now? So I'm in all, all the spaces at Jackson Drumgoole. So it's uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, my website is jacksondrumgoole.com. But anywhere, uh, anywhere that social media is, just Jackson Drumgoole, D-R-U-M-G-O-O-L-E. All right, perfect. Um, so everyone that's listening, uh, you heard that. You see this man has so much to pour out to us. I encourage you to follow him on social media. Um, he's always dropping inspiration, inspirational videos or messages, um, pictures. And I, you know, if, if your well is running low, then please go and refill. Um, find Jackson Drumgool and um, yeah, get yourself a refill. Uh, Jackson, thank you so much again for joining me tonight. Um, you know, we just want to continue to inspire and empower people and educate them um, and just be an amazing support out here uh, doing what we're doing and, and impact lives in a positive manner. Um, that's the vibe of Bar Talks podcast. And um, we're going to live that until we can no longer live it. You know, um, it's, it's just so meaningful and I just feel it in my spirit. It is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So thank you so much. 
Oh, a thank you so much. Part of the series. <laughs> Always on. I really appreciate the opportunity. I really do. Okay, so thank you again, listeners. This is uh, your girl, Queenie Love, signing out from another podcast. Um, stay inspired. Find someone to inspire you and continue to be an inspiration to others. God bless you. God bless you.